Hello and welcome to Queer Media Pills, a podcast bringing queer media to your ears one small pill at a time. My name is Morris, my pronouns are he, him, and I am your host. A couple of days ago was uh, Trans Day of Visibility, so today I want to talk about trans visibility in general and what it really means for trans people using the case study of Cape Town. Um, the word case study sounds so scientific and technical, but what I mean is just that I'm gonna look at what happened to him and use this sort of as an example. I don't want to put him and his art under a microscope today. I don't want to talk too much about what his work like means for queer rap like i'll touch on that but i more want to talk about him as a social media phenomenon and what happened around him because i really want to emphasize and i think i've mentioned this in this podcast before but like how disability doesn't mean as much as we think it does and these days like yeah sure they're important it's very important to talk about trans awareness and the word awareness itself I hate because it really sounds like a disease that we need to be aware of and like yes cis people need to be aware that trans people exist and that we have a whole complex in the world but I don't know it's it's less about awareness is it it's more about politeness and respect and acceptance and uh, all all way more complex topics that I think awareness or visibility sort of sweep under the rug because everyone's aware that trans people exist and no one's not aware about transness. The problem is that some people are a bit too aware that we exist without really understanding what it means, you know? Like I'm thinking big transphobes on social media but also also smaller cases and here's where we're gonna talk about Cape Town. Um, Cape Town is the art name of Robin Skinner who's a singer and songwriter from London and he's really the poster boy for that soft bedroom ukulele music. Ukulele is how you say it in English. I don't know, that's how you say it in Italian. Ukulele. Very indie music, very lofi tunes to relax slash study to, you know what I'm talking about. And his most popular song is probably Lemon Boy, or at least he used to be. Like, he did release uh, more recent music that I think also really, really exploded online. I think Boys Will Be Bugs is well, like one of my very obvious favorites because it contains epic lyrics like, if you want to cry, make sure that they never see it, even better yet, block it out and never feel it, which obviously is definitely the Mars way. Um, yeah, but Cape Town has always been out as asexual and aromantic, which he mentions in his music often, and he recently also came out as transgender, I think uh, in September 2020 or something like that. And this is one of the main reasons I want to talk about him, because essentially he ended up coming out because of the massive pressures from fans and haters alike, who sort of, they all knew or strongly suspected already he was trans, and they wanted him to admit it publicly, essentially, and it's so gross, like, especially because uh, a while ago he was dating another trans guy, 
and they were harassing both him and his boyfriend about it because they were like oh you're dating a trans person we all know you're trans as well which makes absolutely no sense and overall it's such a problematic attitude to have towards media figures that we suspect to be queer like when i used to hang out in the lesbian scene this is what was happening a lot about Kristen Stewart as well this was before she came out because I'm I'm old well I'm not old but like I'm not a young uh, queer teen anymore you know what I mean and like I don't know if her situation was the same I don't know if she was also pressured into coming out or simply she did when it was the right time for her to do it she, she sure seems happy that she did and she's getting a lot of queer roles which is amazing but the morbid attitude around needing to know exactly what kind of label and what queer identity celebrities see themselves as is is so creepy to me because first of all gender and sexuality are a spectrum and not everyone falls very neatly in categories so people might feel uncomfortable labeling themselves uh, but also because often we forget the celebrities are also human beings, people, and we can treat them the same way we treat fictional characters, you know? And when it comes to Cave Town, when it comes to Cave Town, um, he used to be on YouTube before becoming a popular singer, and I think he had talked briefly about being trans. He definitely made a song titled Dysphoria that I think it's still on YouTube. and. It never this song never made it onto his albums because Robbie went back in the closet when he started in a proper music career and while obviously I agree that it's very important for artists to be out and proud because like seeing these important people that we look up to be proud of their identity can give so much confidence and courage to people and I've uh, explored this in uh, my episode about own voices it's also true that every one of us finds ourselves forced to navigate these very complex environments and situations in which like being out often feels like a moral responsibility towards the community like I sure live like that I'm very loud I can physically not shut up for a moment about my queerness but like a big reason I do that is because I'm fairly reckless with the consequences of it like if I am discriminated against at work if I'm yelled slurs at, in, at the corner shop while I'm still trying to buy some cider or catcalled by gross misogynistic homophobes who sort of both see me as a monster and as a tool for their own pleasure you know these things like they're all things that have happened to me and I'm strong enough to have taken it all and I've managed to reply and stand up for myself when I could and shut up about it and knew when to shut up about it when it was too physically unsafe for my own skin to say anything like I've juggled the consequences of being visibly queer because I don't have a choice you know like I'm non-binary and even when I used to dress and act uh, as femme as possible people always noticed something was off like something was wrong they knew I wasn't cishet and it also took so much energy and pain to pretend to be that person and I'm, I'm simply not you know my body my physical presentation alert people of me as a queer person even even if they're not sure what flavor of queer i am um before i can do anything or say anything to confirm or deny that they already know i used to be called homophobic slurs already when i was living as a girl and dating a man so you know that's about 
as straight looking as it gets but people still clocked me because it's just who I am so I don't get a choice or rather if I wanted to be in the closet it would take such a level of constant effort and acting skills I, I don't have them so given my specific situations and the fact that any attempt to hide my queerness always fails anyways I can keep I I can either keep desperately denying everything and stay in hiding and maybe reduce the homotransphobia I receive, what, like 10%? Because no one knows you're queer better than people who hate queer people. Or my alternative is that I can be even louder in advocating for queer rights, for visibility and like for acceptance, not for normalization of queer identities, because that word carries a lot of weight and I don't want queerness to simply become like another neat box for people to force us to fit in but like for people to just stop assuming that heterosexuality and cisgender identity are the only thing out there but I also do that so that people who can stay in the closet and don't feel safe enough or confident enough to come out yet they don't have to come out before they feel ready to that's very important to me like I can take it and I'm willing to take it if that means someone else who isn't as confident and loud as me can be safer and quiet and see that someone else is looking out for them. So I feel it's very important that we acknowledge that when it comes to celebrities as well, they don't always coming out because just because they make a content they act or they make music doesn't mean they're super confident in their private personal life and yes celebrities coming out is uh, means wonderful things for the people who look up to them like i've seen a lot of people come out as using they them pronouns after elliot page did it can inspire people to live more earnestly and freely and that's always wonderful but they are strangers like celebrities are strangers and I feel like a lot of people forget that or uh, I don't know we just don't know people's personal relationship with gender and sexuality or queerness in general because queerness isn't just about gender and sexuality we don't know their balance between personal and private life we know nothing other than they've, what they've chosen to share and what is stolen by paparazzi out of their private life which is nowhere near a complete picture um, so this is what I want to talk about, like, the importance of disability is a double-edged sword. First of all, because it puts pressure on people to come out before they're safe. And I think it's so important to make sure you're safe because we don't need another brave, dead queer kid. We need a brave, alive queer adult who survived, if you get what I mean. And also there's been studies about how an increase in visibility without an increase in acceptance and uh, so essentially if we become more visible but society doesn't at the same time become less transphobic and more inclusive then we just become louder and more visible targets. Um, and I'm gonna link in the description a study that I found like an academic paper if you feel like reading that, that explains how essentially since trans people have become more visible, hate crimes against trans people have also increased and there is a bit of confusion whether um, these hate crimes have actually increased or whether more trans people have been registered as such and not as uh, in the closet, you know, like cis 
so we don't know if they've actually increased, but the numbers seem to point towards that, which means there has been a negative consequence from visibility. And this is not me advocating for less visibility, obviously. This is me advocating for this visibility to be paired with an active effort, especially from cis people, to understand and do something, take action towards making a space more inclusive instead of just relying on trans people, putting ourselves in the front line and always constantly educating people, if that makes sense. And I've just realized I've talked almost not at all about Cape Town, but hope you enjoyed it, hope it made you think and there's something useful here. I do recommend going to check out Cape Town. I might make another episode about his music because I think it's very interesting and so, so good. I love him. If you have opinions that you want me to know or you want to reach out for any reason, you can DM me or comment uh, on my Twitter and Instagram at QueerMediaPills or on my website, QueerMediaPills.com. This podcast is weekly, hopefully, because now I'm done with my deadlines and I should be able to record a few more episodes in one go and then put them out. Catch you next Friday, 4 p.m. on your podcast provider of choice. And until then, goodbye.